Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I'm Megan Lynch. You're back with Total Information AM. An actor you're likely familiar with from a galaxy far, far away is headed our way for a talk next week for the St. Louis County Library. Hello, what have we here? Welcome, I'm Lando Calrissian. I'm the administrator of this facility. And who might you be? Leia. Welcome, Leia. All right, all right. You old smoothie. Billy D. Williams does talk about romance, the dozens of roles he's played as an actor, and of course his iconic character from the Star Wars universe in his new memoir titled What Have We Here? I had a chance to talk with Williams about his childhood growing up in 1940s Harlem, surrounded by the arts. I'm the sum total of that whole experience. And, uh, and if I had to come back to this life again, I'd, I'd want to come back with all of those those, uh, those people. Uh, they really uh, formulated my, my whole life. My life has been a very eclectic kind of life. I've been presented all kinds of interesting experiences very early in my life. And uh, as a result of having the parents I had, you know, my grandmother coming from the British West Indies, my, my father being a Texan a cowboy, um, my mom studying opera. It seems that they doted on you, they indulged you, but they also protected you. Oh, absolutely. I used to feel sorry for my, my, uh, my father because he was always trying to uh, make me tough. I was never a tough kid. I was uh, pretty soft. But uh, they, yeah, my my mother, my my grandmother, my sister, they really doted on me and spoiled me. You talk so much about the experiences and the circles that you were in as a child and then as a teenager and a young adult. Uh, you were in so many circles with so many talented people, but it seems that you got to see them as real people as well. What impact did that have on you? Well, you know, it's... It's a subliminal, and uh, you know when you're a child, you, you, you know you're, I guess you're, uh, you're like a little sponge, you know. You just, you just, and I'm an observer more than a person who uh, does a lot of pontificating. I'm not, I'm not given to, I'm, I'm much more watching and listening and absorbing, and so. For me, I think because I was having those experiences at such an early point, meeting all of these interesting people, especially in show business, you know, when I when I did the musical on Broadway, uh, which was a court bar musical with Lana Emilia, I mean that was a formidable kind of experience for a, a child, for any child, and meeting people like Humphrey Bogart when you're six and six and a half. And Lauren McCall and uh, Audrey Totten and uh, being uh, all these wonderful people who were uh, very much a part of the 
New York a theater scene. I mean, all of these things, was, it was a, a really interesting, I guess. It made me into a person that uh, I see myself as the full spectrum of colors. You know, I, I, I don't live my life based on being one thing or the other. You know, and also being a painter, you you learn about how to incorporate all of these various shadings, so to speak. You talk about in your, your book, you know, when you were in art school, about looking at your subjects in their humanity, not just their physicality. Yeah, you know, suddenly you're looking at, you know, something much more than just the, the physicality, you know. Uh, looking at a new figure, and all of a sudden you see uh, the universe. Uh, you see planets. You see uh, all. All of a sudden, there are molecules and atoms and neutrons, and there are all of these things going on, and it all contributes to this life experience. You had so many mentors as well, it seemed, individuals that were really willing to invest the time in you because of the potential that you had. Yeah, you know, when you get to know people like Jimmy Baldwin, you know, like Brando, uh, uh, Olivier, Paul Muni, Ruth Rattler, I mean, when you're having those kinds of experiences at a very early stage in your life, I mean, uh, and you have the opportunity to learn so much, you know, and I always had always had lots of questions. I mean, even today, I have lots of questions. I'm like a, I'm still like a child. I'm still like a, a sponge, trying to put it all together in some interesting way, and expressing it in some interesting way, in some innovative way. You know, I mean, I always think in terms of innovative. You know, rather than uh, get locked into or mired into this kind of a myopia, which uh, I think a lot of people find themselves in as they progress. Your career has been amazing. All the things that you have been involved in and, and had accolades for. For your memoir, though, you, you chose a line that everybody knows so well. What have we here? Why did you choose that moment? and that line as the title of your book? Well, it was such a whimsical moment for me, you know, especially when I see, when I meet, uh, and I love that moment between myself and uh, Princess Leia. <laughs> I, I guess I, 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 when I think of that line, I, I always remember Carrie, she's such a delight and so smart. What a smart person. And when I saw her uh, in such a position of uh, smart and being a cute little girl, I don't know, that that line has a kind of a, a special whimsical kind of uh, meaning for, for me. And, uh, and, and it somehow really applies to uh, me and uh, how I envision this whole experience called life. What's that been like uh, that sometimes people might know your your character's name more sometimes maybe than your real name? You know, Lando Calrissian was such a, a big character. 
Well, you know, when, uh, you know, George, uh, when uh, he introduced uh, my character because he was getting so much flack about Darth Vader being this big black figure. And uh, uh, so, but it, what he was really thinking about was the old cowboy syndrome. You know, the guy in the white hat and the guy in the black hat. They, uh, Kazdan and uh, George included me. But when I heard that name, Orlando Calrissian in particular, I said, wow, that's interesting. That's an Armenian name. So I thought I'd play on that whole idea. And then, of course, when I saw that tape, I thought, well, Errol Flynn, you know. And I'm always looking to do a kind of uh, bigger than life. I wanted to make the character bigger than life, something that was uh, beyond the whole stereotypical cliche, which I think they didn't have the, I don't know they had the same vision I had, but I wanted to take it further. Whatever they had, I wanted to take it into a different place to make it much more universal. That's actor and artist Billy D. Williams. He'll be speaking next Tuesday night in a ticketed event at Chaminade. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.